Hello and welcome to Conversations in Economic Central. Good morning, DJ. Good morning, Mrs. Billcroft. Good How morning. Are you? Well, actually, very good. It's lovely. It's a, bright, it's it's a, spring, a lovely springish kind of spring day. day. It's the last week of winter. But yep, it's but we're into sunny the spring. And lovely. Into the spring. Now, DJ, ask yep. the expert today. Wow. I've got you here, expert. Well, no, I, I'm afraid I don't agree. <laughs> I've got you here, expert, to discuss three topics. Yes. It's a bumper, bumper podcast. It is. Yeah, three topics for the year 11. It's going to be a bumper extended response. Well, it is actually, but yeah. I'm actually quite excited about it. I am too. You mm. can bring all these things yeah, together. because they're, they're so Well, exactly the point. Exactly the point. Something to do with the business cycle. Well, it is. Mm. It is something to do with the business cycle. Mm. Um, so I've got I've got three sets of syllabus checks. Here. Oh Lord! Yes, I have. That's I've a got, lot of syllabus. I know. I've got the economic growth syllabus check. I've yeah. got the inflation, and yes. I've got the one for unemployment. Excellent. So, should we start with growth? Let's do it. All right. So, the students when they when they're revising this, getting ready for this assessment. Yes. What is it they need to fo- focus on with this economic growth? I tell you what, all of these topics have a, a common theme, and it is what is it and how is it measured? Yes. All right. What causes it? Yes. And uh, what is the effect of? Well, that, that is a very that, fair point. So if you break it up into those three things, it kind of makes sense. In fact, if you were revising, you could create a little mind map with those headings. Oh, yes. Great idea. Yeah. I know. I'm full of good ideas. Yes. Full of good ideas. Full of something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, economic growth, what is it? What is it? Okay, well, it's the increasing capacity. Capacity. Now, that's the key word here. Isn't capacity. It? Isn't it great. Yes. Increasing capacity of the economy or the society to satisfy the wants of its members. Yes, you see. Okay. Because so, most people focus, and this is where they go horribly wrong, on yes. just the demand side. No, and that's not, no, you see, that's not, not really, half the story, yeah, isn't it? Is. Half the story. We've got to worry about the supply side. Yes, don't we, we mm. do. Mm. So we measure it via what, DJ? GDP, gross GDP. domestic product. Yes. It's the key measure, isn't it? And what mm. have they got to know about GDP? Well, GDP is measuring, it's effectively measuring the output. Okay, yes. So G, GDP is the amount of final goods and services produced yes. in the economy over a period of time, usually one year. Correct. Sometimes quarterly. Yes. Okay, And it's basically, we're measuring the output. So we're basically measuring... Uh, how much is being produced, and it it has parallels with aggregate expenditure because if aggregate expenditure mm. is how much is being spent on the output. Yes. Okay, and that's why where it all sort of connects. Yes, in. and the income. Yes. And in fact, they could go back to the circular flow of income to they could get that straight. Couldn't yes, they, they could. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we're measuring uh, how much is being produced in the economy, and from that, we're effectively in the size of the economy. Yes. Now mm. they need to know. So they need to know how it's measured, but they yep. also need to know the limitations. Yeah, it's so, not. I mean, at the end of the day, what does it tell us? It does, as I just said, it tells us output. Yes. It doesn't really give us any sort of broader understanding about what's going on. No. Uh, it. When raw GDP, called nominal GDP, mm. is distorted by inflation, because yes. of course we're looking at the, the price of things, so that's why we look at normally look at real GDP. Yeah, we deflate okay. it, don't we? Yeah, that's right. And then we also will include uh, per, per capita, which is effectively your average GDP as well. We use per Correct. Capita. Yeah, yeah, we do, and that gives us a useful understanding mm. as to how much income per person, person. is generated by yeah. the economy. Which Our living do, standards do, rising correct. and falling. Correct. Mm. Um, so they've got to be clear on those three different things you talked yeah. about there. And, of course, there's all those sort of uh, definitional issues yes. around it because, of course, there are some things that aren't included. So, um, you know, the, the services provided by people who are unpaid, you know, yeah. voluntary work and people working in the home, yeah. uh, you know, sort of black market type things, yeah. you know, someone has some chooks and has got some eggs and selling eggs on the yeah, side of the road. Yeah. Those sorts of things are not included. So it's a bit of a flaw. It's, it's still pretty good. Because you're using yeah. the same measure every time. Exactly. So you can compare with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That's right. So they're not going to do any calculations in this no, particular no, assessment, are they? No, but, no, but they need but to I understand what the data understand tells it. us. I mean, what if, you know, what if I did give you a, a question that was asking you to compare, to explain the difference between nominal, real, mm. and, and GDP per capita? Yes. You'd probably want some sort of a calculation in your, in your example, yes. wouldn't you? Yes, mm. you probably would. Mm. Yeah, so they've got to know that. Now, then they've got to look at, well, what things determine long-term growth? Exactly. And what are you looking for there, DJ? Well, I'd break it up into those demand factors and supply factors. Okay, so how do we increase demand so that demand is rising in the economy? How do we increase the supply side of the economy? Okay, and demand side really actually just just actually changes economic activity. It doesn't really change. That's correct, yeah, because it doesn't change Um, the capacity or the potential. Yeah, so, you know, how do we increase spending in the economy? How do we increase Mm. demand? And then, of course, the supply side, because at the end of the day, what we're talking about is is land, labour, capital, enterprise. How do we access more resources or use the resources better? better. So I also, you can break that supply side up into the quantitative and the qualitative. Very good, DJ. Would you yes. mind expanding on that? Well, quantitative is like how do we get more quantity? So yes. accessing more resources, yes. like you know, building new mines or getting more migration, yes. that sort of thing. Yep. Or qualitative. How do we improve efficiency, improve the quality of our resources, mm. embrace new technology, skilled migration yes. as opposed to just migration? Yes. That sort of thing. Yes. Mm. That's very good. Thank you. I like that quantitative quality. Oh, thank good. you. Mm. Yeah, now, costs and benefits of growth then. So, wh- wh- why are we attempting to grow? Well, uh, well, of course. I mean, it's not that we shouldn't have growth. We have to have growth because it raises our living standards. When we have mm. economic growth, there's more resources, more goods and services yes. out there, incomes rise. Basically, we're producing the goods and services that people want, which, of course, raises our living standards. It does indeed. Exactly. The problem, there are, of course, side effects of growth. I can't believe that for one minute. Exactly. Well, when growth gets too high, that's the real issue. If we get get too much growth, of course, that could lead to things like environmental degradation. Mm. Uh, We see things like stresses on infrastructure, which has been happening recently. Uh, We get things like you can get social issues because some people benefit from mm. the very high growth and some people left behind. I mean, I, I talked to my class about how you walk around the city of Perth and there's all these homeless people and all that mm. sort of stuff, very sad. Very when sad. I was their age, we didn't really see that. And then really, I think as a result of the mining boom, people got mm. left behind as yeah. a result of the mining well, boom. Well, that is true, yeah. absolutely, mm. yeah, because not growth isn't evenly distributed, is exactly. it? Exactly, yes. Yeah, so they've got to be able to explain that. Yeah. Okay, so when they've done all that, can they now move on to inflation? I think so, I why think not? We can. Yeah. Okay. Right, so inflation. Now, this is interesting because this is the first time we're studying inflation when there is actually some we're inflation to talk, yes. to talk about. We're actually to talk about. It seems very topical, doesn't it? Is it is very topical. Yes. So they've got to know what it is, first of all. Yes, they, they yes. do. So what is it? Okay. Well, Two very it. important it's, words here, DJ, in the definition. Well, it's about prices. That probably helps. It's the appreciable and persistent rise of the general price level. Exactly. So you've got to not, not think microeconomically. No. You've got to think macroeconomically. And it's about to, all yeah. prices generally yes. generally rise. Yes. Yeah, it's a phenomenon. We, we, you know, it exists. It does indeed. Prices rise. Indeed. Yes. Uh, and actually, low inflation is, is perfectly okay. And we're not worried about it. Yeah, well, that's, you know, if you have inflation of, in, in our target band of 2 to 3%, hmm. And everyone factors that into their decisions making. Then really, there actually isn't any inflation. No, everyone correct. gets everyone gets a two yeah, percent pay right. rise. Inflation is two percent. There really isn't any no. inflation. And we just plod yeah, on, plod on, and, and yeah. live our lives. Yes. Now mm. the measurement of this is the consumer price index. It is so what do they need to know about that? Well, what is it? You know, it's it's a hundred thousand uh, products that are surveyed. Um, the important things to recognise they then put into different brackets, into yes, different they are. categories. There's eleven major groups. Mm. 
and they are weighted according are to the importance weighted. of consumers. Yes. So it's about consumer income. Where does the consumer income yes. go? So housing, obviously, yeah, I think housing yeah. is about 23% at the moment. Yeah, it is. And food and, and all that is sort of yeah. next because those yeah. are your big expenses. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, we get the CPI data and yeah. we can work out the percentage change, which is the rate of inflation. Yes. Good. Right. Now, the next thing they've got to get their heads around is this headline, yes. which uh, is the CPI index. Yes. And the underlying. Now, yes. what's that all about? Well, much like with GDP, you know, nominal versus real, uh, headline is sort of your raw inflation. Okay, yes. the one that grabs the headlines in the paper. Um, but underlying gives us a more sort of averaged idea. So we, we have two main measures of underlying, which is the trimmed mean or the yes. weight and the weighted median. Yes. So. The underlying inflation perhaps shows us more the trends in inflation, what's yeah. really happening. So when the RBA start looking at it, they're, they're, they're really worried more about more interested in that. Yeah, they are. Than the yeah. Rest. If there's a sudden spike because of, you know, we yeah. talked about, you know, bananas is a good yes. example from that cyclone, yes. you know, that whatever that inflation was 4%, but really at that time, it the underlying really, was really only no. about 2%. So. so they've got to get ahead of that. Now, then they've got these two types of inflation. Yes. And that's, and what are I was about to say, don't confuse that. Like the, the, different types of measuring inflation yes. and the two types of inflation because I did a practice test in my class the other way the other day and students got confused did they yes they did mm. so the types of inflation are demand pull and cost yes. push now what is demand pull inflation All right, so what we're talking about is the demand in the economy is too high right yes. it exceeds supply too Can't much keep up. too much money chasing too yes. few goods associated with a boom it is indeed so that's our, our classic boom type inflation yes. is demand pull it is now demand this, gets high and it pulls it the prices pulls up the prices up yes and actually while we don't want high inflation, that is relatively easy to resolve. It is, yeah. Because you, you just, just put your foot on the back. That's it. The, the interest rates go up or, yes. or whatever, yes. and that slows it yes. down. Now, this mm. cost-push inflation, what's that? It's a bit more insidious. Well, it is, it actually. Is. It's quite problematic. There's some unexpected in increase in the cost of production, yes. and then those producers pass the prices, those costs on yes. to higher prices. Yes. Uh, so something like wage a wage shock. Wages going up, indeed, or a cost of petrol, oil. Oil, oil is a good one. Yep, exactly. Oil, yep. Or even uh, you know the the floods over east, which has caused indeed. a bit of a, a yes. food shock for, yes. for food. I mean, capskins are still fourteen dollars a kilo. Red know. capskin, ridiculous, um, outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. Um, yeah, and so uh, they they uh, both have d distinct different things um, well, causes i should say yes um but we should also recognize that they feed into each other which is the con big concern mm. at the moment mm. right you have a aggregate demand goes up yes pulls up prices then everyone wants a pay rise so we all go out and demand a pay rise we get the pay rise well some of us don't do that actually some yes. of us have a, a more sort of long-term view on the economy yes that's right some, yes. some of us <laughs> are much more forward thinking about the economy than others absolutely trying to yes. you know prepared to take the take yeah, the sacrifice yeah i'm taking yes. one for the team quite so if, frankly if you had 18 percent inflation like they do in the uk yes. you'd say don't I'd give me that don't give me that because i know I'm happy we've all... for my real wages yes. going back down if it was 18 well we're gonna to have to because we've yeah, got exactly. to get inflation down exactly yeah. uh yeah so they feed into each other yeah and so that's that's what that's what can happen it so can. that can get yeah. a little confusing when you're in you're in a real boom scenario yes. 
we get what we call an infl inflation spiral. Spiral, that's yeah. right, yeah, mm. which we don't want because no. because long term that's inflation the real is, issue. is a, is a mm. problem because it starts reallocating mm. resources, uncertainty. Yeah, yeah well, let's talk about those costs. Why don't you yeah. tell us about the costs then? Well, you, you get uncertainty, don't you? Because people mm. start doing strange things, buying yeah. the wrong assets, yeah, putting their money in ba the wrong bars of gold that yeah. they bury in the backyard the back or whatever. Yard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it, and it creates uncertainty in the economy. Hoarding. We don't like uncertainty. No, we don't. Well, people are hoarding now. Yes, yeah. they're buying. They're buying food. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, it. and of course that pushes up prices. Of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, and so then, yeah, and then that's the real issue because, of course, the the way it then, well, the way I break it up yep. is the we talk about the output effect. Yes, now I like the way you effects. do this. Would you mind explaining? That? Well, output is how higher inflation will actually reduce output it, well, it because does. that yeah. uncertainty. People start going right instead of like investing and in right. building a new, yeah. like creating a new business yeah. and all that sort of stuff. They go, well, we'll just buy a you know rembrandt painting yeah precisely or because they think it's going to go up in value. okay and so buying a painting or a bit of property or or gold none of that yeah. increases output no, so it doesn't what we want yeah, to exactly so it does and it doesn't create jobs or anything no. like that so that's how we see output yes. start and what about this redistribution so that's about the fact that the rich tend to get richer in periods of high inflation the poor tend to yeah, get poorer poor, certainly absolutely. people on wages so you look at poor old yep. teachers slaving away. Wow, I know. Slaving away. We've had a pay rise of three percent, but yep. the inflation in WA is what seven percent. So our wages are going backwards. Um, yeah. However, if you were you know a millionaire or something or other, you could instead buy some property, buy in order buy to maintain some of those, Yeah, and so yeah. at the end of the day, you insulate yourself against the, the inflation. Yeah. So yeah, the rich tend to get richer in, yeah. in inflation. And, and the long term implications are not positive. No, it's not good. It's no. not good. Now, so we've got the people winning, winning, people losing. Yes. Now, what are the factors that could cause inflation? What sorts of things do they need to be able to talk about these students? Uh, well, demand, I mean, you need some examples, you I do, think, don't, don't you? You, you know, how, demand inflation is a hard one to explain because you, but, but really what you're going to talk about is the boom and the upswing. Yeah, you're going to talk and about the fact that, generally well, speaking, could use confidence the, rising. They could and, use WA in the mining boom when yeah. uh, the cost of living rose because yeah. of the spending from people well, who are directly could, benefiting from you mining. You could even use post-lockdowns. Um, yes. I mean, really, that's what, we got a bit of demand inflation after the lockdowns because yeah. everyone had saved up their money. That's right, and then they went demand. And of course, we had a shortage because of production um, stopped. Production yep. stopped. They actually didn't have the goods for people to buy. Exactly. And of course, that, that fed into a bit of price rise. Yes. So they could use yeah, those. Yeah. Examples, and of course, cost push inflation. I mean, there's just all sorts of things at the moment, isn't there? Well, Oil prices sorts, yeah. and um, supply chain issues there's globally. There's all sorts of like, uh, things like shortage. microchips and all those sorts of things that yeah, are in short yeah, supply, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Energy so, shortages. Yeah. yeah. yeah so they could use any of those things, can't yeah, they? Yeah. Definitely. Right. Well, that leads us on now to our last part of this podcast, which is our unemployment. Yes. Now, unemployment. Now, again, they've got to know what the is measure, it? haven't they? How's it measured? Now, the measure is rather interesting. Is it it is measure? interesting. Yes. yes. With this, you only have to be employed for an hour a week. It is. No, but no. nonetheless, that's the measure. Filling the fiddle. Well, it is, really, but, but it yes. is the measure and it's consistently yes. used. So, therefore, yeah. right. so one hour a week of, yeah. of paid work or 15 hours unpaid in the family business is considered to be unemployed. No, employed. Employed. Get it right. But then you have to, to be unemployed, you have to be actively Correct. seeking. Yes. So the important thing, and this is where students get a little confuzzled, yes. is someone could not have a job, but we don't call them unemployed, right? If you're Correct. at home yes. and you know, you're raising, let's say you've got two young kids yes. and you're raising the you're family. You're not in the labor force. You know, you're not in the labor force. So we just we just call you not participating, not yes. in the labor force. So there's a few definitions here, yeah, aren't there? There, there is. So they've got to get the unemployment yeah, definition. They do. They've got to get the labor force definition. They do. And they've got to get the participation Participation rate, and the participation yeah. rate. We should talk about that, of course. Yeah, yeah. we should. Come on, what's that? Well, the participation rate is our 
labor force. It so is. the worker, the yep. employed and unemployed. Correct. Divided by the working age population. population. People over the age of yes. 15 and less than retired age. Yes. yes. And in fact, that is an important measure Very because important. that's about how much of our productive labor yeah. we are using. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's roughly around that 65 percent yeah and it's it, down it, yeah it's down. it fluctuates yeah. it goes up and it goes down based on the business cycle correct yeah and and they this is i guess an important thing to recognize is is uh changes in the participation rate can explain changes in the unemployment rate because at the Indeed, moment this month unemployment has gone down yes. but participation has gone down as more. well yeah, yeah and more so yeah. basically uh it looks like Unemployment is falling, but it's not but really. It's not really yeah. because we just have less people actually looking people for work. work. So yeah. this is where they've got to, students are going to be careful to nuanced. just think about the data, haven't they? Mm. Rather than making assumptions about Indeed. it. Okay, so they, they've done all their definitions. Yep. Uh, then they've got to think about well, what types of unemployment? Exactly. Have we got? More, so, defi- more definitions. More definitions. So Fri- we've, we've frictional, got three. cyclical, frictional. and structural. structural. Absolutely. Now we're not particularly worried about fiction. No, are we? in many respects, it's not a bad thing. No, like, people moving around. It's good. People leave, the, they leave their, the, leave their yeah, job, and absolutely. you know, as you, if you've had a job for a few years, you've, yeah. you've got more skills, so you then go you're going to go and find and a new job. And you also bring fresh eyes, new ways of working. Exactly. So I think frictional unemployment. Yeah. No big deal. Exactly. But structural. Now, what's the issue with structural? Well, structural unemployment is about the structure of the economy, right? It's about changes in the structure. So changes. The fact is the economy is not static. It is changing. It is not. It's changing all the time. And we're talking about demand changes and supply changes. Yes. And the underlying reason for structural change is to do with technology. I mean, the economy is made up of people. Yes. People come up with new ideas and new technology and all that sort of stuff. And, of course, that, that changes our, our spending patterns, our demand patterns. Yes. So you look at, I mean, no one buys CDs anymore, do we? No. We'll, we'll, we'll buy stuff they're, online, they're, right? Those days are long gone. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, the supply side, people Correct. get replaced Reacts. by robots yeah. and things like that as well. So that explains structural unemployment. But there's also to do with the structure of the labour market itself. Uh, so what we call labour market rigidities. Yes. How, how easy is it for you to move between jobs or... How easy, how easy or hard is it for your bosses to get rid of you and replace you if they yeah. want to? And, of course, the minimum wage also yes. is part of the structural unemployment as Indeed well. You know, a minimum wage is a price floor. Yes. It, uh, it creates unemployment. Well, this is why I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I am and I'm not. Like, I, 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 I do believe that equity of some sort is important. No, no, free market economics yeah, all the way, DJ. You think everyone should be paid yep. four, four, free, bu- four bucks for, an hour? Yeah, but, you see, you're assuming that, Business will do that. Of course, they won't. Because actually, do you want the best people working in your business? Yeah, so you're working in a cafe on five bucks yeah, an hour. You yeah. want the American system where we all have to pay tips. No, you see, you see, you see, you coming on here with your socialist ideas. No. Yeah. No, you see, businesses want the best people. I was talking about how in some American states you probably get uh, burnt at the stake or something like that if you suggested a minimum wage. Well, you probably would. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, so let's move on to cynical unemployment. Yes. <laughs> Cyclical unemployment. Well, that's the one to do with the business cycle. Yes. Now, this is the one we get most. Well, yes. we do get concerned about structure, yes. but we get more concerned yeah, about cyclical Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, particularly right. the politicians. And of course, so the good old economy goes down, um, people lose their job yeah. with the slower. It's called demand deficient unemployment. Yeah, but, but, and we also yeah. talk about the GDP gap, can't Indeed, we? Indeed. The output you know, gap. The output as many people. Gap, you know, yep. the GDP is below potential, yep. below the PPF, all that sort of stuff. So. Now, so once they've identified, they've, they've got to be able to talk about the effects of unemployment, the loss of output. They do. The, you know, Again, output and redistribution yep, effects, that's how correct. I do it. So, yep. you know, it's classic 
you've you've high unemployment yeah. we're not producing as much outputs below yeah. potential all that sort of yeah. stuff and the costs yeah. that that incurs yeah. government, government gets less revenue yeah, more, opportunity more, yep. costs the government spending on welfare instead yep. of spending on, on other, things that would yeah. more yeah. produce and the redistribution effect really comes down to the fact that some certain groups in our society tend Correct. to get affected worse yeah. so yeah. lower educated yeah. people who are migrants with yeah. english as a second language, language or yeah. don't have a strong english background yeah. Uh, indigenous people yes. and people in remote communities, yeah. people just people even just generally in, in outwork, absolutely, you know, in the in the and, regional towns. And we do yeah. know that there are uh, physical and mental health issues exactly, associated with which, you know, in yes. all seriousness, yeah, are not very, good very for concerning. anybody. Yeah, mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they also are so, a cost to society. Oh, exactly, from a whole multitude so of all of that together is why yeah. the government wants to do something. About yeah, it. yeah. And so, so they've got again here when they try and deal with it, they can use demand side policies exactly. or supply side policies, exactly, can they yeah. not? Yes. So we could see some fiscal policy yeah. going on. Yeah. Spending money, spending money to create jobs, yep. changing their taxes yep. to yep. again generate some growth, yep. or they can look at the supply side. So, what yep. are they talking about on the supply side? More complex. Uh, well, they can look at trying to sort of free up the labour market a yes. bit. I mean, um, making it easier for people to either work part time yep. or move between deregulate, jobs. So deregulate, more flexibility. Getting rid of or, or reducing restrictions around unfair dismissal laws. Yep. So, the government has tried that in the past, but it's not very popular. No. Well, it isn't. I'm not, I, I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of completely getting rid of unfair dismissal laws. So the idea that you know you could just get sacked for no reason is, is a bit uh, free market, free market yeah, yeah, much better. Yeah, no, get see, rid of the unions. I'm, yeah, get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, get rid of the whole lot. Competition yes. all the way. That's where we diverge a little bit, isn't it? It's quite interesting. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Miss, Miss, Miss Bilkoff has has. <laughs> Faith in the employers. I do. That they're actually. always going to do the right yeah, thing by yeah, their employees. I do. I do. I've every Johnson faith is, in them. Mr. Johnson is a born skeptic, so yes. he's skeptical of yes. everyone. Yes. Yes. But so they need to be able to explain, don't they? Yeah, they do. Just, yeah, so they, some yeah. different examples of the different sides of the economy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if they can do all those things, yeah. they're ready to go. Right? I think so. And yeah. and key key thing is link this all to the business cycle. Correct. Link yes. this also to yes. the objectives of the government, which yes, is important. Yes, those right? five what objectives. Well, we. I've only really done the first three at Have the you? moment. Yeah. I'm oh, really well, we're aware of all five. Well, well done. Yeah. But anyway, unemployment target yes. about four and a half percent. Inflation target about two to three percent. Of course, economic growth about three and a half percent. Correct. Done. Excellent. Yeah, Job done. Great. Good luck. There should Good be. Luck. Don't forget, this assessment is worth twelve and a half percent for the year. You know, it's yeah, it's pretty meaty. But it's also yeah, it, it's going to be a good assessment Good because there's lots of things to talk about. Yeah. So you're not going to be putting the work now. Correct. Yes. It'll pay off in your semester two exam. Absolutely. And yes, we're yeah. now really thinking about year 12. Yeah. This is we're very getting much, ready. We're getting very ready much now. grounding for year yep. 12. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Bye. Bye.